49ers have such an interesting quarterback situation. More questions this week now with the recovery of Brock Purdy. His comments, trying to talk our guest today off a ledge from those comments, and then play this thing out. What would the 49ers season look like with each respective quarterback on the roster on today's Locked On 49ers? You are Locked On 49ers, your daily San Francisco 49ers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to Locked On 49ers, Brian Peacock and Eric Crocker, your hosts at BD Peacock at Eric underscore Crocker. Thanks everybody for making this your first listen on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And as we do on Wednesdays, my former radio colleague, former sports television anchor, our guest, Mr. Nicholas Winkler. Nicholas Winkler, come on down. What's up, guys? You can find Nick on Twitter at Bay Area Week. How you doing, man? Uh, the voice of the fan, as we call him now, since he's no longer in the industry, turned restaurateur from uh, the radio world. Let me let me guess, Wink. When you saw the quote from Brock Purdy about not knowing if he's even going to play this year, did you say something like, "Can't believe it"? <laughs> <laughs> Similar to that, it was more. It was more like this. Uh, what? <laughs> because, because you know as, as a fan you know as somebody who watched football last year 49er football you saw how good Brock Purdy was and it just really just made sense because he had just click in that system and then you go like okay surgery in the offseason everything's gonna be fine everything's gonna be fine you're like trying to keep it together right like this guy's guys everything's gonna be fine and then he comes out and says like I don't know if I'm even gonna be able to play this year and you're like what no 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 Brock what are you talking about? Like, no, 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 that's not cool. You don't, you don't say that, right? As you know, you're going into the the start of like the team training, uh, you know, off season program. Yeah, 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 the off season uh, program. You're like phase one. Phase one is, is where we're at. Freaking out. Yeah, phase what one, and it can't be normal. It can't be normal from phase one to phase a million for the San Francisco 49ers, especially when it comes to quarterback. I don't know, Croc, if you just had heard that quote from Brock Purdy or a fly flew in your mouth or something, but he's like, he's he was like. Uh, choking on that on that one. Right. That was me too. I was like, damn, I'm about to die right now. Uh, <laughs> I, I want to ask y'all though. Have have we heard? I I haven't heard or seen. I've tried to read up on it and see the exact quote so I can get more context with how he said it. Have y'all like? Did you actually hear him say it or no? How it was. Uh, I think it was I a. It. it was a reporter. It wasn't even a. a a 49ers beat reporter. It was a por- reporter somewhere else, and I don't remember the it's outlet. Was it Yahoo? It was Yahoo yeah. Sports reporter uh, that that gathered the quote, and so um, and the the context of the quote was something like, "When uh, do you know if you will be playing in the 2023 season, or if you'll be make it, uh, if you'll be healthy in time, or if you'll be healthy for the 2023 season?" So it was it was it was at least vague enough in a way that maybe even Brock Purdy misunderstood. And he thought maybe the reporter meant week one uh, and maybe not the entire season. I, I know Brock Purdy is going to talk to reporters again sometime soon, and I'm sure this will be brought up and he'll probably clarify. And he'll probably say, Oh yeah, I wasn't really, you know, it's just, I'm not sure what it's going to look like. I, I don't know. And, and when I recover, I'll be recovered. The, you know, it's kind of where he's at. And I, I, I don't think he was necessarily saying he thinks he probably won't be able to play this season, but um, oh, it seemed, it seemed like he was more – he's probably never not been able to throw, right? I mean, you're talking about a guy who, you know, was probably a stud in high school, you know, was really solid in college. And so he's never had this time where he's not been able to do the thing that he's the best at, right? So that's got to be scary 
when you're that guy and you're like, oh my God, I can't even move my arm very much right now. Like it's, it's, you know, it's stationary. There's nothing I can do. I can't, he's going Kyle Shanahan, you know, where he's like, I don't even know if we're going to be alive on Sunday. He's like, I don't even know if I'm going to have an arm when the season starts essentially is is what he's saying because he can't do anything right now. So he's anticipating a recovery, I'm sure, but how can he predict that it's going to be good and fully ready to go, you know, when, when the season starts. So here, here's the uh, exact quote. He said, speaking to Yahoo Sports, Purdy said, quote, I'm not really sure, honestly, end quote, whether he'll play in 2023 and takes it, quote, one day at a time. And he was talking about how he just got his brace off and he's starting to work on mobility and things. So the the whether or not he'll play in 2023 time was the editorial written by the writer. And the quote, not really sure, honestly, part was Purdy, but you don't really get the question answer in the full quote in the full context there. Gotcha. Well, if of you course, read on too, I, I, I've watched ahead. enough of these movies about uh, reporters and, and writers and newspapers, and I see how they kind of tell the truth but spin things a little bit. Yeah, they editorialize it a little bit to like, well, this is what I take. Like, from he did he say said. that, but yeah. it's, it's like, well, that's not the full context of what he said right Right. i would love to have like when you have a press conference and you have the full transcript like what was the exact question and what was the exact answer i would love to have that but we don't we talks about like I, i even miss being able to go out and sweat you know like we take that for granted like he really got into just the whole you could tell he's just kind of down you know like he yeah. he can't go and do the stuff that he wants to do right now and so i i bet the reporter was just like yeah he's really he's terrified so we'll see. Um, I, but trying to talk you down, Wink, I, I don't think we should look too much into that at all. And I have a feeling when he gets around the, the 49ers beat again and there's more questions with him, he'll clarify what he meant there. And I have a feeling, you know, he, he wasn't trying to say that he's that, that that there's any likelihood that he's or any expectation that he's not going to be able to play in 2023. But, there, you know, he's the, he really doesn't know when he's recovered, he's recovered. And that's kind of what it's going to be. And, and there's not a really good track record for this injury and we'll see what happens and when he's available, but it's very possible he won't be available to the, to begin the season. So that means one of the other quarterbacks on the 49ers roster, Trey Lance, if he's still on the 49ers roster, uh, Sam Darnold, who will very likely be on the 49ers roster at some point and throughout the season and probably a rookie, at least in camp, maybe an undrafted guy, maybe somebody they draft will be in the mix as well in camp and, you know, on the practice squad at least. So there's going to be multiple quarterbacks on the 49ers roster, including Brock Purdy. Let's play this out, though, guys, next. I want to talk about what the season looks like with Brock Purdy, expectation, what the expectation would be if, say, Brock Purdy doesn't play, and if it's Sam Darnold all year, or if it's Trey Lance all year. Let's start with Brock Purdy. Okay, Brock Purdy gets cleared two weeks before the season starts, Lance and, and Darnold look whatever, okay. And Purdy's able to practice, get a full week of practice in, and Kyle Shanahan's confident. He goes out, and Brock Purdy's 100% and somewhere close to the guy we saw last year and healthy. Croc, I'll start with you. Well, real quick, I have a question. Okay. When you, see, when you say somewhat close, mm-hmm. because, again, we, we talked about him being drafted last Kind of for a reason, right? A little on the smaller side, doesn't have the biggest of arm, uh, but we obviously see the grittiness, we see the craftiness, you know, clearly he has smarts. But if you take his ability and you say it's not quite 
what we saw, what what does that look like as a starting quarterback? Does he go from Brock Purdy to how we view Nick Mullins? Hmm. I I would put it this way. So if and and the the real answer is I don't know what that will be, but there's a chance, and we hear this a lot with with guys who have surgeries like this. Maybe he gets stronger because you right. through rehab you strengthen all the muscles around, and, and maybe there's maybe he's get maybe he ends up with a tick more arm. Okay, maybe so that's is, what I'm saying. I, I think maybe he, he does a tick less. The thing is, is 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 for this exercise, he's close enough to last year physically that you probably can't tell that much of a difference. If it is a little better or a little worse, it's close enough to where it's, you wouldn't go say that's a different player than last year. Okay. So like uh, watching him in the first playoff game against the Seattle Seahawks and then watching him against the Dallas Cowboys, like, the Dallas Cowboy game, it, it was a little weird. <laughs> you know? It was weird, but that's not because of physically his arm. It was weird just because right. of him as a quarterback. That, see, now that worries me. But, I mean, we we, we saw his entire sample. So it, right. it, we, we saw eight games, right? So if he's the same guy, ups and downs, you're never going to be – you're not a robot. You're not going to be the same every game, right? But if he's the same guy as we saw – in his best and his worst through eight games with the 49ers last year, if he's that guy and healthy to start the year, we're going to get to this next crock and wink. We're going to project what the 49ers team is like with a full season of Purdy with a full season of Darnold with a full season of Trey Lance. And what does that mean beyond the season in those scenarios as well? Next today's episode of locked on 49ers is brought to you by FanDuel, Major League Baseball season is here every day, all summer long, and you can get in on the action. There's no better place than FanDuel, America's number one sports book. That's because right now, new, new customers get a no-sweat first bet, $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up and place that first bet. And we're not talking about just Major League Baseball. The NBA playoffs are going. The NHL playoffs, uh, NFL draft props, my favorite thing to bet on all year long. And by the way, some really tasty draft props uh, at FanDuel right now. I just looked at them and we've got first defensive player selected, first receiver selected. You can uh, guess the pick for the first pick, the second pick, the third pick, the 10th pick and on and on. Right. So tons of great draft props at FanDuel and you don't want to miss the no sweat first bet up to $1,000. When you join FanDuel today, just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. FanDuel, official partner of Major League Baseball. Okay, so Croc, if physically Brock Purdy is the same guy we just saw for uh, eight games, right? The healthy version of Brock Purdy. The highs, the lows, everything. He's that guy starting year two. He plays 17 games for the 49ers. What do you think that looks like? I think that it looks like a lot like what it looked like last year. Now, again, there's some things that might change because, you know, 49ers scored a ton of points with him. And when I look at, again, this is different, right? You can say he played very well. I thought he executed very well. He did what he was supposed to do. There was a lot of – it's hard to say luck because it was over a span of games. But when you look at some of the games, you start to dive in, right? And we're, we're trying to identify, like, who he is. But when you look at the situations that he was put in, it was a lot more uh, advantageous, I guess you could say, 
as opposed to some other quarterbacks and what they might go through, right? So you look at, let's just say the Washington Commanders game. 49ers end up scoring a ton of points. First half, they couldn't really move the ball. He mm-hmm. wasn't very good. And they got going because Ray Ray McLeod had a 75-yard end around. And then in the second half, you had George Kittle catch a five-yard pass, take it all the way to the end zone. You had a busted coverage where you had George Kittle and Ray Ray McLeod fighting for the ball in the end zone because they're both wide open. You had uh, uh, what, a 60-yard catch and run by Brandon Ayuk. So I look at, you know, go to the Seahawks game. 49ers could put up 21 points. One of those came off of an interception or fumble being ran back to the two-yard line. And then the other one was a busted coverage, uh, George Kittle, on a big play, and obviously had the fake screen. So uh, part of me is, like, still trying to figure out who he is and how much of it was him or how much of it was him taking advantage of a lot of the opportunities I was presented to him. So, uh, again, that's not me saying that I don't think he's good. I I see what he is. But trying to project that over an entire season, thinking that everything will go exactly how it went for him. Again, commander's game, back to that game. They forced like three turnovers in the second half, getting the ball in their own scoring territory. And then, but they only got three field goals out of each of those drives. So they're, you know, if you like really did a deep dive into it, it might start to look a little weirder. His completion percentage throwing the ball down the field wasn't very high. A high, high, high percentage of his stuff was under 10 yards, similar to. Uh, you know, a, a, a Jimmy Garoppolo, but we're viewing him a lot different than Jimmy. So I, I think, I believe that it would be similar, but I do think that there are some things that have to continue to kind of go his way for him to get that high level play that we saw out of him. It would be unfair to expect him to, as he did over the course of the, the weeks that he was the starter for the 49ers, lead the entire NFL in touchdowns and touchdown to interception ratio and passer rating, right? Because we're talking about MVP season and the 49ers probably winning 14 plus games, right? I do want to add one more thing too. I've talked about a lot of things, you know, question marks and things like that. He also, I mean, he was a rookie and he wasn't expected to be the starter and he came in and did those things. So, you know, you would assume, oh, he's just going to get better. So now if he just gets better, then, oh yeah, I mean, rocking and rolling and he'd be good. And that is a realistic uh, thing sure. that could happen like he could just because you typically assume that quarterbacks from year one to year two year two to year three just get better and if he does that which again I, I think we would expect him to is it gets a little weird because of the injury and not having like a true offseason but if he does that then heck yeah 49ers I mean what's their their uh win loss record set at was it 10 10 and a half wins maybe I would take the over on that oh take the way over on that right mm-hmm. but the, the 49ers were already humming when Brock Purdy was inserted in the lineup and they were playing at a really high level with Jimmy Garoppolo. He was playing some of his best ball as well at that point when he went down and Brock Purdy came in. Brock Purdy also doesn't have the benefit going into year two, like you would expect for a young quarterback to take that second year leap to have that off season under his belt, because now he's rehabbing instead of going through OTAs and going through an entire training camp and stuff like that. And the 49ers wink have been sort of starting slow. In, in seasons, right? So like Brock Purdy last year wasn't going to look like the Brock Purdy we saw in week one. And mm-hmm. we've also seen Jimmy Garoppolo not really progress year to year under Kyle Shanahan either. So, you know, there's there's a lot of questions on what Brock Purdy still is, even though he was really awesome for that stretch. Uh, not having a full offseason, that's why I think it's harder to project and just say that even if he's 100% healthy, it's going to be golden. You're going to roll through the entire NFC. So what would, what kind of win total would you put on there for a full season of Brock Purdy? coming fresh off an injury and having a week of practice going into the season. 
So when it comes to Brock Purdy too, we we've seen it, right? We we you know the the little hiccups or you know not great performances that that Croc talks about, but we've also you know seen the huge explosions where he is hitting Ayuk down the field, you know where he is hitting Kittle down the field, where he is opening things up. And so how I look at it is Brock Purdy's not there because he has the strongest arm. He's not there because he you know has the escapability you know of a Lamar Jackson. Like he's just a solid football player. It's really, I think, upstairs where, where he he excels the most. He really understands that Kyle Shanahan offense. And he understands that it's not his job to go out there and be the guy who wins the football game, right? He's got the best left tackle protecting him in the NFL. He's got probably the best tight end. He's got the best running back behind him in Christian McCaffrey. He's got one of the best wide receivers in Debo Samuel. And maybe one of the best pairings of wide receivers with him and Ayuk. Like, he and... He's got the best defense who's going to get him the ball back quite often. He's going to get him those turnovers, going to put him in a position. So to, to not think that that he could go out and, and lead the league in passing, to lead the league in touchdowns, it's possible. There, there's a possibility that Brock Purdy comes back, looks good. Yeah, Maybe he does strengthen up his arm a little bit, and he is able to make a few more deep passes down the field. Maybe Danny Gray becomes something. Maybe Chris Conley, their newly signed wide receiver, opens things up a little bit like the, the sky's the limit. I think for this 49er offense under Brock Purdy, I really believe that he's got what it takes to be the quarterback of this franchise for the next decade. I mean, if he can, especially if he continues to get better, you mentioned it, Croc guys are expected to get better as they progress in the NFL. This is a second year quarterback who was the last pick in the NFL who, who, but, but when he was running scout team as that guy, he, he ran it like, look, I'm still the man. Like, let's go. Let's go beat this defense. Let's go beat the top defense. Like, you got to love that as the leader of your football team. So for, for Brock Purdy to, to come back healthy, I think the 49ers could win 13, 14 games this year. Like, I'm not saying they're going to because the, it's an oblong ball. It bounces odd ways. Things happen. But they could. This, this is an, an awesome offense with, what you know, what's probably going to be one of the best defenses in the NFL again. Like, this is the sky's the limit for this 49er team. Now, do you think that we have to bank on the defense being the best? Because last year they were, they were the best defense were. in the NFL. And yeah. you talked about how it's a team built to where he doesn't have to be the reason they win. Do you kind of get back into that kind of, you know, dog chasing his tail when, you know, we were kind of looking for that guy that could win you game. Like, actually, right. like he's the reason you, you are going to pull out these Ws. And that was a lot of the pushback on Jimmy Garoppolo. Whereas, like, hey, man, like, he does good things, but, man, you look at him in the postseason or you look at certain games and it's like, well, it's clear it's everybody around him. And how sustainable is that? Mm-hmm. Now, again, I'm probably going to catch heat for this. I'm just asking questions. Crux it, right. Crux it. I, I, yeah. I'm going to catch heat for this. Man. But I'm just asking the questions. Hates Purdy so much. Everybody, like, <laughs> what I hear and what they yeah. want in a quarterback is, like, you know, obviously there's a big difference between, like, Mahomes and then I think there's, like, another tier of guys that are really good. Sure. And the guys that you feel like, hey, these these guys can take over a game. And if you're saying that maybe maybe it's just right now, maybe eventually, you know, Brock Purdy. But right now, Brock Purdy's not the guy that can take over a game and kind of needs his, – his version of taking over a game is similar to the version of Jimmy Garoppolo taking over a game. I where think he can. Catch and run opportunities by guys and yeah. – and, and can that eventually kind of get you in some trouble to where when it's like, well, I need you to be – even more. So that, that's just my question. Just trying to, yeah. again, uh, it's, it's somewhat still a small sample size on Purdy, although very good. 
very good small mm -hmm. sample size and I like a lot of it. But again, you, you start to dive in and start to look at certain things. There are, I think there, there are probably a little bit more question marks, uh, at least for me, that I, I would still like to see get answered. And then if they get answered, then obviously it's, it's awesome because I think he has a lot of the right stuff. He's made up of the right stuff. The way he prepares, his moxie on the field, his confidence within himself, uh, all those things are great. The, the, lim the physical limitations to me is like at some point those, those catch up to you. Everyone loved Mac Jones. Then he goes to the uh, Pro Bowl as a rookie, and there were a few kind of red flags. And I'm like, look, down the stretch, dude threw a bunch. It was like eight interceptions and only like so many touchdowns. It started to get a little weird. And then you get a new offensive coordinator, and then now people are like, oh, he's going to get traded. He's this, he's that. And it's like, wow, how quick you can go from Mac Jones, Pro Bowl, Everybody likes him. That's the guy they should have took to where now, if you ask most 49er fans, they'd be like, keep Mac Jones away. Even the guys that really liked him. So like that, well, you know, when guys have these kind of physical limitations at times, there, there is sometimes this kind of, or a lot of times this coming back down to earth kind of moment. And, and that's the one thing I'm like, I'm, I hope that's not the case for Purdy, but without an off season and already a little physically limited, is it, that that seems like something that can be realistically like happening? Well, did, I mean, right. the 49ers, the, the Jimmy Garoppolo stuff that you mentioned there, right? That's why they went and traded all those picks and got Trey Lance, right? They're like, this is the guy. This guy's got all the, you know, the sky's the limit stuff. And and that obviously didn't work out for them. And, and when it comes down to Brock Purdy, it's possible that he comes back to earth, right? I mean, it was a small sample. Size. Nick Nick Mullins had some awesome small sample sizes too, right? I mean, this is People obviously- we crowning Nick Mullins. Like, well, yeah. found the guy, cool. Let's uh, Look at this, first three games. That's Boom, true. he's the well, best ever. The other thing is Brock Brady played so well. You throw a couple more interceptions in there, maybe take away some other nice throws. It's kind of what Jimmy Garoppolo was anyway. So that's, you know, that's still okay. And the Niners were going to NFC Championship games with that quarterback as well. So um, look, uh, uh, we got to move on here because I want to talk about what the season looks like with Sam Darnold. That, that's a possibility, right? You, he might end up playing a lot of quarterback for the 49ers. Mm -hmm. Trey Lance, obviously, as well, could be a big part of this season. Maybe he ends up playing all season for the 49ers. And what is that outcome if he turns out that he's the guy? And, and then uh, kind of a new set of problems. Next offseason will be a whole lot of fun, uh, depending on what your version of fun is in that case as well. Next. Thanks, everybody, for making Locked On 49ers your first listen every day. Shout out to all of the everydayers out there. Tomorrow, Croc and I are back scouting the mock drafts, uh, looking at Dane Brugler's latest seven-round mock and, and some players that might end up being the next wave of 49ers on draft day. Okay, guys, so let's. I think we're confident. A full season of Purdy. Don't know exactly what the, the highs and lows will look like, but you would take the over on the 10.5, let's say 11 wins. Is that fair? amount of wins for the 49ers with the full season of Brock Purdy. More, okay. more confident yes. with Purdy starting than any other quarterback on the roster yes. right now. Yeah, with right. What, yeah, with what I know I'm going to get. Okay, let's and say that. the talent around him. Like that's, oh, yeah. that's, I think, gives him 10 wins right there. It would be a disappointment not to have probably 11 or so wins for the 49ers with a full season healthy Brock Purdy based on what yes. we saw at the end of last year. Mm -hmm. Okay, so 11 wins. That That's our marker right now to start with. Uh, Trey Lance gets traded or gets hurt or is terrible or something. Brock Purdy's not ready. Sam Darnold. He quarterbacks 17 games for the 49ers all year. Sam Darnold leads the teams. How many, how many wins are we knocking off there? Cause here's the thing, 11 wins to nine wins. That, that might be the difference in making the playoffs or not. So mm -hmm. a two win swing could be a pretty big deal in that scenario. Are we talking about a four win team? Are we going to start looking like the, the 2019 jets? 
so what does the 49ers look like with a full season of Sam Darnold? We, we can't take that long on this, but Croc, give me a win total. Sam Darnold, 17 games, 49ers quarterback next year. 10. Now, that's still the under, but yeah. I just feel like, again, the team is so talented. I know it hasn't been great for him throughout his career, but finish the season strong. Uh, can he carry that momentum over a little bit? And, again, you, you got the weaponry. You got a team. Hopefully the defense is good. Like, if we're saying hey, you get the same opportunities as – Brock Purdy got with the number one defense. They're taking the ball away. They're doing these things. There might be one game like the Raiders game last year where you got to do a little bit more, um, you know, and try to limit the mistakes. Then I'd say it feels like a talented quarterback should be able to take advantage of that. Yeah, I'd say 10, but that's still the under in in the uh, in the win in the uh, in Vegas. So if the difference between is only one win. Wink, do quarterbacks even matter? Because I've been talking about how running backs don't matter. Maybe we should start talking about how quarterbacks don't matter. Just keep the quarterback room cheap and filtering in, you know, rookie contract quarterbacks for Kyle Shanahan. If really, you know, what we've seen from Sam Darnold's career, it's only you're only gonna be one win worse anyway. What do you think, Wink? I mean, I think you said the key name there in that sentence when it matters, you know, for the 49er offense, and that's Kyle Shanahan, right? He 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 went out and he did what was best and he tailored the offense around Brock Purdy, right? This is what Brock Purdy does best. This is what I'm gonna do. He did the same for Jimmy Garoppolo. He tried to do the same for Trey Lance, got him hurt running him, you know, inside the tackles, not not the best ideas. So he's he's not perfect, right? He's infallible. Like he 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 he's not infallible. Uh so Kyle Shanahan makes mistakes, but I think if Kyle Shanahan has this offseason with Sam Darnold and really gets to know Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold has had some good games in, in his career. He's had some really bad games as well. So you try to, yeah, yeah you try to take those kind of mistakes out, out of the, even the possibility for him to make, right? If you're Kyle, you're like, you're just going to be running a lot of quick slants. You're going to be running a lot of this, a lot of that. You got Christian McCaffrey. Don't forget you're in trouble. Get him the ball. He'll make things happen. Like I, I really believe that Sam Darnold could take a huge step forward in this offense because the guy's the number three overall pick for a reason, right? He came out of college. He had, he was checking all the boxes, right? With the physicality and all these things. And so maybe he just wasn't in the right system. You know, the jets obviously have shown over the past few decades that they're not the best spot for a quarterback to go and play. Same could be said for Carolina. Now he gets to be tutored under, you know, one of the best offensive minds in the NFL and Kyle Shanahan. Like, I don't see why the 49ers couldn't have, 10, 11, 12 wins with Sam Darnold on the quarterback. As long as Kyle kind of crafts everything for what Sam does best. I think it's a two game swing. Like, I mean, or, or maybe two and a half game swing, something like that. Like three game swing. I think, you know, you got Purdy for a whole year, fully healthy, ready to go. That feels like 12, 13 wins. It does. doesn't As opposed to, to Sam Darnold more at 10 and really, that's because a lot of confidence in Kyle right. and the team. But let's be him. honest, when 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 Purdy came in, it was kind of like, oh, man, we lost Lance and we lost Garoppolo. Like, this is going to be rough, right? So we didn't think it was going to be better under Purdy, but it was. It, it looked amazing. It looked fantastic. They, they won football games. So maybe Kyle can get the same kind of magic out of Sam Darnold. I would not be at all surprised or shocked if Sam Darnold has his best quarterbacking of his career under Kyle Shanahan. But I also would not be – this is the it, – it's the most boomer bust. Well, I guess Lance is a pretty boomer bust scenario as yeah. well. Yeah. Yep. Quarterback. But uh, Sam Darnold, I've also seen enough Sam Darnold to see – because you know how frustrated 49ers fans got with bad Jimmy? Bad Sammy mm-hmm. is worse than bad Jimmy. Like bad yeah. Sammy sees ghosts all over the place. Is that just in his head? Like it, does he see ghosts all the time when he – when he like is he walking around at the grocery store and there's like – 
there's like twice as many checkout stands as there is for me when I'm at the grocery store. He's like, doesn't know where to go. You know what I mean? Like, what is what does it look like in his head? Is he just going to be a bad quarterback for right. for his career? And that's who he is, and that's who he has been through multiple systems, multiple um, you know coaching staffs, multiple teams around him. And I think even his end of the season last year was a little bit overrated. The, the way I explain my golf game to people is that as, as like uh, I'm the Sam Darnold of golf. If you just showed people my highlight reel, you might think I'm a pretty good golfer, right? Uh, because, you know, you might see a, a nice piped drive down the middle. But if you fall near me, ace. Hole, what's that? A near ace. Yeah, exactly. I saw it. Yeah. Yeah, you you would see my uh, my my par three and the ball rolling back and having some nice spin and just missing a hole in one. Uh, but if you followed me for the whole round, you would realize I'm garbage, and that's pretty much what Sam Donald's career has been. <laughs> so, but uh, but here's the thing, Peacock, the quarterback position, and again, we've talked about it with Brock Purdy. We will probably talk about it with Trey Lance, um, and you could pretty much say it around a lot of these other quarterbacks in the league. It there's so much that goes into like success with the rest of your team. So now there are some guys with a great team that just elevate the team even more. But when everything mm-hmm. about around you, I mean, look what happened with Matthew Stafford. Everything just bad. Like this is just a bad organization. It is very difficult to be successful in that type of environment. And I mean, regardless of who you are, again, Matthew Stafford didn't have a playoff win with Detroit. As talented as he was, and it was very clear, quarterbacks around the league all agreed. He's probably the most talented quarterback in the league. And it didn't matter. He was a fraud. He was trash. He was a bust. He was all these things. Then he goes to the Rams and it's like, well, and now I'm a champion. Right. You know, so like, and, and so I'm not saying that, that, you know, that, that happened with Sam Darnold, but it's really hard for me to judge him when he went from the damn Jets and what was there with that terrible situation and the coaching changes and all that to the Carolina Panthers with their coach getting fired in the middle of the season. And then now you go to a 49ers, which it was like, hey, this is uh, like a, a real upgrade in what has been around me from an organizational structure standpoint. So, again, mm-hmm. it has been bad for him. I think that's why at least I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt to say, hey, you have been bad. You've been trashed. You've been garbage. But you are extremely talented. And now if you can't win in this situation, then you shouldn't be in the league or at least not yep. even consider the starter, which right now we talk about them like, you know, these scenarios. but. If the season started today, he'd be the third string quarterback. Exactly. So, if everyone's you know. healthy. Yeah. And, and right. But I, I think what we're learning now is that Croc loves Sam Darnold, hates Brock Purdy. Okay. <laughs> Get that out of the way. <laughs> that's gonna be in the Quote comments, the man. In yep. the comments, they 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 <laughs> that's gonna be in the comments. They're gonna they're gonna they are going to block out everything and it'd be like <laughs> you said that got carried in the Seahawks game in the commanders game. He scored 34 How could you, points. Croc does before we go, before we go, wink. Uh uh, Trey Lance mm-hmm. starts 17 games for the 49ers. What does that look like? And if it looks great, what are we talking about next offseason? Brock Purdy, let's mm. say his rehab goes a full season. He doesn't play. And because uh, we were talking about this off the air and and Croc brought it up. I mean, how insane will next offseason be? Brock Purdy doesn't play. He's rehabbing all year. And Trey Lance is good. Here, here, yeah. here let, me, let me rephrase it too for you, Nick. Yeah, the uh, Philadelphia Eagles, not this past season, the year before with Jalen Hurts, it was only twenty six total touchdowns. That's not a whole lot. I think Brock Purdy was on pace for more than that if he started the whole he year. Kind of extrapolate that whole thing. All right, but twenty six total touchdowns. But they went to the playoffs. They got blown out though by Tom Brady and Tampa Bay, who I think um ultimately went on to win the Super Bowl. But 
what if Trey Lance comes in and does that? Whereas, mm-hmm. like, good team, win a, uh, you know, you're solid, you, you maybe win a division, you go to the playoffs, but you get blown out round one. What's the conversation Ooh. like? Do they pick up his fifth year option? Or are they saying, oh, no, you got to go back to Brock Purdy in the offseason? Yeah. What's that conversation like? I think the 49ers want to win championships, right? I mean, that's why they moved on from a guy like Jimmy Garoppolo. So I think even if he has a pretty solid year and he goes out in the first round, the Niners aren't supposed to be losing the playoffs in the first round, right? This is a franchise that expects greatness. You know, that Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, took them to a Super Bowl, took them to an NFC championship game. Brock Purdy, you know, also led them there. So if Trey Lance can't do that, like, I think they move on. I I don't think that that's the kind of thing where they, because that fifth year option is going to be expensive, right? For for a number three overall pick like that, that's going to be pricey for them, especially if they like what, what Sam Darnold has done as his backup. Cause I'm assuming in this scenario that Purdy's just out for the entire year. Like that something goes wrong with his arm right. and he's not out there because we know they like Brock Purdy. We know they like what Purdy Love has been him. able to or do. It yeah. is possible that Brock Purdy misses eight games and Lance is so good that they just can't plug in a new quarterback. Even when and if he does have an amazing season and they lose in the first round, I think maybe they pick it up. Like, I think that if he's shown and it's not his fault, I mean, if they go into the playoffs and he throws four interceptions and fumbles twice, like, ah, that, that's the major choke job, right? So, yeah. I, I think that if, if they want Lance, they, they want to be right about Lance, right? There's that hubris in all of us where it's like, I'm not ready to give up on this thing that we were so passionate about that we gave up all this stuff for that we want this to work, you know? And they so they might try to force it a little bit. I hope they don't. I hope they go with the better quarterback. I hope they go with the guy who gives them the best chance to win, regardless of where you drafted him and what you gave up for him. And if that's Sam Darnold, then that's Sam Darnold. I don't Kyle think Shanahan won't be. force it. No, and that's, that's exactly – I trust, it's I trust be, that they're going to make – yeah. Yeah, the, whatever the right decision is for the team, Kyle will roll with that. Yeah, yeah. And like I trust he, that, I think that he tried to force right it call. last year a little bit with like, okay, the Jimmy situation. Okay, we're going to let Jimmy go. That was Our trade, this is your thing. Now it's like – now, if if it's not what Kyle wants, mm-hmm. then he will go in a different direction, regardless of who that is. I mean, I feel like that could be Brock Purdy, even though we've seen enough to know, like, oh, I don't think that's likely with Brock Purdy. I think he's going right. to be just fine and play well. But let's say Trey Lance, and it's like, you're, yeah, you're starting, um, you're, but you, you'll just be keeping the seat warm for Brock Purdy if it's not what Kyle is looking for. But then yeah. if it is, that's when it gets weird. And if you bail, and this is the tough thing when it comes to player development, you bail on Lance because oh man, it got destroyed in the wild card round. Nah, man. I mean, what if what if Philly would have bailed on Jalen Hurts yep. after You're they got wrong. destroyed by Tampa? I mean, he went on to be right. Super Bowl, uh, I mean MVP runner up, and just got paid the made the highest paid player in NFL yep. history. Or if the so Bills like that, had bailed on Josh where, Allen in week in year after year one or year two, right? Because he didn't look great. He didn't look like the Josh oh. Allen that we see right now, right? Your, your two playoffs blew a 16-point yeah. lead. It was 16-0 yeah. against uh, Houston Texans, and he was part of a, a huge choke job mm-hmm. first round. Yeah. Trusting what we're learning is that the Brock Purdy Trey Lance debate will never end, and we will <laughs> talk about this until we all die or this podcast does no longer exist. Um, all right. Yeah. So look, yeah, Trey Lance could still go earn $50 million per year. They could have that kind of season, you know, the next couple of years he could be on that path uh, that Jalen hurts was on and uh, he could be traded tomorrow. He could be, uh, (laughs) I don't think that's going to happen. Crazy The the, the amount of outcomes that, that Trey Lance could have when it comes to the 49ers and his NFL career, it's, it's really pretty unbelievable. Um, 
but I can't wait to see him play. So uh, I'm excited to see these guys out there on the field and, and see what Lance is going to look like this mm-hmm. year. And I hope he does get his shot because I, I still have some high expectations for Trey Lance. And he's put some good things on. All right. And we're going to take Croc off the screen right now. <laughs> and thank you, everybody, for listening to Locked Up 49ers, making us Don't your first listen every single day. <laughs> and back tomorrow right here. Locked Up 49ers. See ya.